we all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Well, isn't this fun? We got a lot of things going on here. Okay, my friend. Welcome back to the Positively Real podcast. I'm your host and your coach, Brittany King, and I'm so excited to have you here. So I'm trying something new and I haven't done this before, but it's kind of fun to just try new things and see how they go. Um, When I record a solo episode, I am committed to going live in my Facebook group so you can listen to the podcast a day early and you can ask me questions ahead of time and you can just be involved in the creative process of podcasting. I just recently started using video. I don't know. Actually, I'm not going to say I don't know. I do know why I wasn't using video. It felt really complicated to me, which it's really not. And our brain loves to overcomplicate things. And so in 2023, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do video because why not? Why not use video? Why not get to have this face-to-face connection with you who is listening and maybe watching? So here we are. So right now I'm live in my Facebook group. If you're not a part of the Facebook group, this is your invitation to join. It's called the Activator Lounge. And what we do in there is I'm going to teach you how to turn your ideas into action. You know, a lot of the women that I work with, they are incredibly good at achieving amazing things for everyone else. And they don't use that attention, that focus, that energy, that drive towards themselves. And it's my mission to help them turn that energy inward and achieve amazing things that are aligned with who they want to be in this world, aligned with their purpose. Because I truly believe if we are aligned with our purpose and we are doing good in this world, there is nothing we can't do. And that's what we do in the Activator Lounge. It hasn't been, I have not been very active in there. I haven't given a lot of my energy because I have group programs and one-on-one programs, but my word of 2023 is um, simplify, ease, to slow down. If you're watching the video, I have this really cute olive oil bottle that has go slow and it has this cute little turtle on it. Um, my girlfriend gave that to me from Greece and I loved it so much that I rinsed out the, um, olive oil when we were done. And I put it on my desk as a reminder to go slow, to simplify my life, to simplify my business. And so far we're 16 days into the year. And I'd say some days have been better than others, but I definitely have experienced the benefit of slowing down and simplifying. So I'm very glad that you're joining me today on this podcast. I'm glad if you're watching this live, I'm so excited to get to connect with you in this way. Um, But today's episode is all about meeting your future self and not just meeting your future self, but really building that relationship with your future self. I want you to really think about your future self as a mentorship, because that's really what it is. I think about what I'm doing right now. My past self had a relationship with my future self because what she did was she planned on her calendar an hour on Monday morning to go live, 
to record this podcast episode. And if my future, if my past self didn't do that for my future self, I'd be scrambling this morning. I would, I, I would probably keep pushing it aside because I didn't plan for it. I'd say I'd do it later, but because my past self had a relationship with my future self, here we are. And that's just one example. And I'll share a couple other examples with you based off of my own life experience, but that's really what we're going to dive into this episode today. Um, I found that because I decided to go slow the beginning of this year, which is the exact opposite of how I usually do things, I'm a big action taker. I am an activator. I have ideas and I get them into action right away. And I'm approaching the beginning of this year so different. I'm not approaching it with the hit the ground running um, method that has worked for me in the past. But the problem that I find with this hit the ground running beginning of the year, having big goals is we just start taking action without checking in with ourselves, without checking in with how we're feeling. And we end up burning out halfway through the year. We just want to give up. We stop working. We think that we need to stop working in order to, to, to um, slow down. But really, we just need to befriend our hustle. Um, if you listen to the first podcast episode of the year, I talked about why I think we all should resolve to ditch the hustle culture in 2023 because that's the journey that I'm on and I want to invite others along for the ride, especially my high achievers. And that... That idea, that mentality really allowed me to get in touch with my future self because I wasn't like, I got to get going and just started to jump into action because the more action we try to take without checking in with how we're feeling, the more likely we are to just run away from feeling insecure or run away from self-doubt. So I was able to really tap into that wisdom of my future self and it's really, I mean, we're only 16 days into the year, but I'm feeling really good about the rest of the year. And I have not started to take massive action. There will come a time where massive action happens, but for me, it's not right now. And I wouldn't have gotten to this place if I didn't have a relationship with my future self. So let me tell you about what I mean, my future self. I like to go when I meditate or when I journal, I ask my future self or your higher, my higher self, however you want to identify with her. I ask her for advice. She is the most successful version of myself. So she knows what, what she's did to get there. She knows what she's doing on a daily basis to maintain it, to sustain that success. And she's living the reality that I want to live. That's the vision that I have now. I know that this is possible because my current reality, my present reality was a vision. I went to my future self five years ago. It was before we even like were really considering having kids yet. Uh, but, you know, it was it was a thought. It was an idea. And I thought about it. I'm like, OK, where do I need to be in five years from today in order to have flexibility in order to feel at ease, to feel calm with my life, to not be hustling away from um, feeling negative emotions. Like I just wanted to understand and gain the wisdom for my future self because back then I was doing a million different things. I was working, I was working on my health coaching business. I was teaching spin. I was traveling a bunch. I was taking on all these little side gigs, these little, any project that came my way, any workshop, any speaking engagement, I was saying yes to everything. And I was just doing all the things 
but I knew I wasn't able to sustain it because I had this underlying fear that if I stopped, that it was all going to fall to pieces. So I just kept doing, I just kept going, but I knew, I knew deep down, I had this inner knowing this inner wisdom that was like, you cannot sustain this, Brittany, you cannot sustain this. And I asked my future self, I'm like, well, where am I going to be in five years? And it surprised me what she said. And I didn't, I was like, really that like, that's what we're going to be doing. Like, I'm going to be like, my coaching business is going to be my main focus. We're going to have a family and I can work flexible hours. I can work from anywhere in the world. I can take off for the summer. Like I remember listening to her and being like, okay, like as this vision was coming to me and fast forward five years, I'm literally living that vision. And it's so much better than what I imagined uh, five years ago. Like I knew what I wanted on a like it, very like general big scale. But when I take a step back and I zoom out and observe my life and observe what's happening, I'm in awe. And I know that it would not have been possible if I didn't listen and trust my future self. So now I sit here and I think about my past self and I'm like, girlfriend, you set me up. And it's so fascinating. So yesterday I drove by our old house and we used to call it the Turney journey because we lived off of Turney. And I stopped by because I actually had a package that got delivered there. And I just had a rush of gratitude and I got emotional. My eyes started watering and I was like, oh my gosh, so much magic happened at this house. Like we built our foundation of our relationship with Brian and I, I built the foundation of my business. There were so many celebrations there. Like it was just this amazing feeling of gratitude for this space, this home that set us up to live in our new house, to have an expansive space, to grow into a family. Like we wouldn't have been able to be where we're currently at if it wasn't for this house. And so I really started thinking about my past self and how she took the steps. She did the things terrified. She had the courage to quit her comfortable job, to go all in in her business, to trust herself, to trust the process. And now like I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I did that. And I allowed myself to feel really proud. And I looked to her as just the ultimate warrior because she worked her ass off to get me to where I am today. And I'm so grateful for that past version of myself. Now I found that, well, there's parts of my past self that I'm absolutely grateful for. And I love, there's a lot of parts of myself that I felt a lot of shame around and I needed to forgive myself because I know in order to get to the next level, I have to love on all parts of myself. And that's how I got to where I was in the past, like on a foundation of self-love and really building in that practice of deserving and worthiness. And now where I'm at, I have to continue that practice because it almost feels like there's more to lose. And that little demon gremlin thought that tells me that I'm not deserving or worthy of this life really loves to show up in all of its glory pretty much every day. And I have to think about what I did in my past to help me really work with that thought and not push it aside and honor that I'm thinking this and not listen to it and not believe it. So 
the first part in getting gaining the wisdom from your future self is looking at your past self, looking at the things that you did to get to where you are and feeling incredibly proud of her and what she did to get you here. And then also the parts of yourself, the shadowy parts that you don't necessarily love or talk about that much, honoring and loving those parts as well. I had to do some serious forgiveness work on myself of things that were holding me back in this current reality. There's certain experiences and actions and things that I did that I was not proud of, that I was very ashamed of. And I have been able to transform that, bring those parts of myself to the table, recognize why I behaved that way, what actions let or what emotions led me to take those actions and just have nothing but love and compassion and understanding for that part of myself. And as I bring all those parts to the table, I start to really embody the person that I am becoming. So the first step is looking to your past self and also asking like, okay, my past self looked to my future self at one point and she said some words. She said some words of encouragement that kept her going. And when I sit down and I ask my past self, like, what were the thoughts that you had that got you to this current reality? And they're all so simple. And it's now in my mind, just automatic thoughts because I've been practicing them so much. So I thought thoughts like, you got this, keep going. Even if the road is bumpy, keep showing up, keep serving. This is exactly what you're meant to be doing. You're meant to help people. You're meant to serve. Like your purpose is to help other people find their purpose. The people that you're going to connect with, they need your help so they can show up in their authentic, amazing, beautiful self. And so when I think about those thoughts that got me here, I'm like, yes, that makes so much sense. It makes so much sense why I'm living in this current reality, because those are the thoughts that I was choosing to think. Now, it doesn't mean that I wasn't having a lot of self-doubt. It doesn't mean that I didn't have a lot of negative thoughts, um, a lot of insecurity. I mean, especially after um, having Ellie, my postpartum period of just waves of intense anxiety and all of these scary really intrusive thoughts. Like that was just a part of the process, but being able to anchor back into that inner knowing those thoughts that really guided me to get to that point, it helped me navigate. Even when I couldn't see, even when it was really foggy, even when it was really blurry, even when my brain wanted to retreat back to safety, those thoughts really anchored me and helped me move through it. Um, And I won't say it was with ease. It was definitely with a lot of resistance, but having that practice in place, like choosing those thoughts on purpose, redirecting my brain helped me get to where I am today. So now when I think about where I'm going, I can't look to the past anymore. Um, And the reason being is if you look to the past, you're just going to create more of the past, which is honestly, if this is it, I'm perfectly happy with where I'm at, but I know deep down in my bones that there is something more. And I look to the past to say, thank you. And I look to the past and really honor the lessons and the things that I learned from everything that I experienced. And now I sit in the present moment and look to the future, which is a blank canvas. When I really looked, when I think about it. So if if I'm looking over to my left side and I'm looking at this blank canvas, I'm like, okay, There's so much uncertainty there. There's so much unknown, but that's where the magic lives, right? Believing in something that you don't have proof of yet. 
What I do have proof in is creating a reality better than I could have ever imagined. I have proof because I did it in the past where I am, but what got me here isn't going to get me there. And that's the same for you. If you want something different for your future, you cannot look to the past anymore. You have to look to the future. You have to look forward and deeply believe in your process, trusting yourself to show up no matter what, even when it's terrifying, even when you don't want to, even when there's an easier option, just choosing to trust that you are exactly where you're supposed to be, even if it doesn't feel like that. So when I go to my future self and I view her as a mentor, I can do this in meditation. Like I will sit down and I'll meditate and I'll be like, Hey, Hey, future self, like drop me some wisdom. Right. And it doesn't come very loud. Like you really have to listen and you really have to focus. Like you just have to like go inward and cut out all the outside noise. But when I think of the most successful version of myself and I ask her, like, what do I need to do to get there? She is very clear and she knows what's up. She does know what's up and I trust her and I trust her. And so what she tells me in this moment in time is to do less. She says, do less, focus on constraint. I said, okay, I know that. I feel that. Like I feel it in my bones when I hear her say that. Um, what else does she tell me? She tells me to lean into those tiny nuance emotions. She's like, you've gotten really good at feeling the big emotions, the big negative emotions, like grief gotten really good at feeling even fear, like showing up regardless of the fear that you're feeling, feeling resistance, but it's the nuanced ones that I still have resistance to. And she told me that I need to continue to make space for managing and feeling and allowing and processing those. And then the other thing that she told me was to make one decision at a time that's going to have the biggest impact on my long-term vision. So what I interpreted her telling me was to focus on delayed gratification, to really get good at delaying my satisfaction, that when I need a quick hit and I'm looking for something in the moment, that's going to slow down my growth. And I'm like listening to her and this keeps coming up almost every single week. And I'm like, damn, you're good. Like she, I'm like, she's so great. And I think about how she's feeling and how she's showing up and she's super calm. She's super calm and she's at ease and she just has this deep knowing. And that's the type of energy that she held to get her to where she wants to go. That helped her have intentional focus. And that's exactly what I can embody in the here and the now. So it's really fun when you start to do this work because yes, it might, your, your future is actually created in your mind. So if I'm thinking of this future version of myself and she's creating from a place of ease and calm, I'm in control of that in the present moment. I get to choose thoughts that make me feel calm and at ease. So the thoughts like you got this. Like that to me, it's like you're, you're doing, you're on the right track. Just trust yourself, trust that you know what to do, trust that your answers are good enough. And when I have those thoughts, it really does just bring my like energy. Cause I just naturally have this very like high energy buzzing feeling within me. And when I have those thoughts, it like just makes me feel very anchored and calm. So we drop into that space. The other thing that she reminds me of is how self-love got me here. And I need to continue to love myself no matter what, even when I mess up, even when there is a mistake made, even when something doesn't go your way. So an example of something that happened at the early, earlier this year was I batched some content on Instagram and I made a bunch of reels, I was feeling really creative and I just saved it in my draft folder. 
And what happened was I logged out of Instagram on my phone and went back on. And I spent an hour trying to find the drafts when I realized that when you log out, all of your drafts go away. And oh my gosh, that mean little gremlin demon voice came in. She was, came in hot. She came in hot. And I was able to meet her with compassion and love, but she was pretty angry. (laughs) She's pretty angry. And I met her with compassion and love and I journaled it out and I wrote it out and I learned from it. I was like, okay, next time you're going to have a better system where you save your content to a folder on your phone. Yes, it's an extra step, but it's just also keeping you just like, it's just a fail safe, right? It's like, if something happens with your content that you're creating, you have a backup plan. So if I didn't have that experience, I wouldn't have a new process and system for batch working content. So I'm grateful for that experience, but I did need that reminder from my future self to continue to come from a place of acceptance and self-love when I make mistakes, because I do make mistakes all the time. And I like, my past self got really good at loving, accepting those mistakes. And now I just have to continue to hold that energy and space for my present self to create this future vision. So this has been like, so eye-opening to have this relationship because I feel like she is just like kind of always present with me, the more quiet I get. So it really compels me to want to do my meditations, to want to do my daily journaling and self-coaching, which I felt really resistant to in the past. But now that I'm building this relationship with my future self and living as my future self now, I look forward to doing these practices because I really want to get to know her on such a deep level that I just get to embody her in the here and the now. So the key to living into the future is showing up as your future self today, showing up as your future self today, visualizing what you already want, right. Or what you, what you want in the future, as if you have it in this given moment in time, because when you do that, you're going to tap into that energy, that done energy. And I always think like, whatever I want, I already have. And I just have to, like, I'm the only thing standing in the way of it. So I just have to continue to show up as her to take the actions moving forward, no matter how messy it feels, no matter how clunky it is, no matter how many times I mess up, because that's what she did to get there. So I want to invite you to think about what you want. Maybe you have a big vision for 10 years. Maybe you just have a short-term vision for a year. Just want you to think about what it is that you want. Is it a dream house? Is it a new job? Is it starting a business? Is it making six figures? Is it making a million dollars? Like whatever it is, whatever the desire is, it's perfect because it's yours, right? So I want you to think about it, that thing that you want, the desire that you have. There's no right or wrong answer here. And I just want you to imagine as if you already have it. It's done. It's done. It's created in your mind. It's already done. So when we start from this place, we, on, we instantly go to like how to get there right? <laughs> like, how do I get there? What do I need to do? I need to start taking action. I need to go ask someone, how do I get to this? You know, how do I, how do I create a side hustle? How do I start, you know, my business? How do I start making six figures? Like we'll instantly go to the how, 
but the how our brain doesn't know how we've never done it before. So it's going to say, I don't know. And then it's going to shut down and you're going to spin out in confusion. And one of the reasons why most people don't take action is because they're stuck in confusion because they're asking themselves, how am I going to get there? It's the wrong question. The question that you need to be asking yourself is who do I need to become? Who is that person already living out the dream? Whoever's living out the desire. And can you get to know her right now? Right? So the person you have envisioned in your future, right? You have the potential of being now. And let me tell you, she is fucking brilliant. She is fucking brilliant. And I really want you to hold that space for her that she's just like waiting for you to start paying attention because she's there. She's the boss. She knows what's up. She's going to guide you. She's going to be there when you mess up. Right. So if you're listening to this and you're like, all right, this is great, but it's like a little too woo for me. I hear you, but I want you to really think about meeting your future self as just being more intentional with your life. And I always think about James Clear when he talks about his, um, one of, one of the techniques for habit building is the, it's an identity shift. And he's like, always like, you know, the type of person, like if you are someone that wants to work out consistently and you're not working out at all, asking yourself, like, what would the most, you know, consistent working out person do right now? Like, would they sit on the couch and watch Netflix or would they go to the gym? And it is, it's a full-blown identity shift, but our identities are not fixed. Contrary to what you think, they are not fixed. I am a testament of that because my identity has changed so much over the years and it's continuing to evolve. And I know yours is continuing to evolve too. So I just want you to think about this practice of meeting your future self, getting mentorship from your future self is being more intentional with your life. Now, I'm not saying don't work with coaches and don't get, you know, help from like actual mentors in, in the physical world. Um, but using your, using that other resource of your future self as a mentor to help propel you forward. Right. So when you're able to view this as just intentional living, it shifts everything. It shifts how you show up for your life. Right. This is truly tapping into your intuition and giving yourself a space to explore what you're meant to do on this earth. Because I deeply believe that we are all here for um, a purpose. I believe we all come into this world on a mission and then we forget what that mission is. Like we, we know it. Like I think of Ellie right now, like she knows her mission and I view my job as her mom to help her explore what that mission is. Like, I don't want to block her from it. I want her to have the space to explore and figure out, you know, the steps to get to fulfilling her mission, fulfilling her purpose. So when you are borrowing wisdom from your future self, who's already living the life that you want to live, it takes you that much closer to living out that purpose, to living in alignment with your purpose, which leads to the ultimate fulfillment and success. So let's talk about how to meet your future self, because in some ways you already have a relationship with her and it just might not be as intentional as you want it to be, but it's there. Hey, think about making your bed. Are you the type of person that makes your bed? Because you know how good it feels when you get into bed later on and it's like, feels so like clean and taken care of. That's your relationship with your future self. When you get out of bed and you make your bed, you're thinking about 
your future self, right? It's really that simple. And we're going to do the same thing with your dreams and desires because the future is being created in our mind right here, right now is what we think creates how we feel and how we feel drives actions and actions create the results in our life. Now, I think back to when I had the miscarriage in 2020, one of the most painful things about that experience was the future that I was painting in my mind just disintegrated in that moment. And that was so painful. And it, the future wasn't at a later date. It was being created in my mind. And it's so, it was like, I was trying to figure out like what, what hurt, you know, there were so many different layers to what hurt so bad, but it was that future that just disintegrated. And when I look at where I'm at now, this isn't the future that I was thinking about when I was pregnant the first time, it's a totally different future because I had totally different thoughts. And so when we really understand that our thoughts create our reality, that our thoughts drive us into to emotion that drive us into action that create the results in our life, this affects who we become tomorrow. Because if you want to be the most successful version of yourself, you just have to ask yourself, who do I need to be today? Because when you're going to show up as that person, you're going to take very intentional action, which is going to create very intentional results. So I want you to decide right now, who do you want to be? Who do you need to be? Who is your future self? What is your past self going to thank you for? If you can really tap into that, like me thinking about my past self and thanking her for showing up, for doing the certifications, for taking the big, like I thank my past self all the time for making the biggest, scariest investment of my life when I hired my first coach. Like I thank her so much. She was so afraid. She's first of all, she never, she never made, had that much money in her account at one time. Second of all, she never hired a coach before. So she, this was like all very new to her. Um, Third, the language that they spoke was like a totally was so out of her comfort zone. Um, And she also was in the space of getting married and um, wasn't married yet. And there was just so many elements and there were so many circumstances that could have stopped her. And I think I remember the moment so vividly and she said yes to herself, said yes to her business and never looked back. And if she didn't, if she was terrified and listened to the fear and it stopped her from moving forward, I can say that I don't know if I'd be sitting here right now recording this podcast for you. It's freaking wild. So I want you to think about what your future self is going to thank your past self for. Right? Now, this is not a time to be reasonable. This is not a time to be realistic. I want you to use your brilliant brain and your imagination and just have fun with it, right? Because the worst thing that happens, like, and the reason why most people are resistant because they're afraid that it's not going to happen. The reality that they want, the vision that they want isn't going to come. Um, it's not going to um, materialize. It's not going to be their reality. But I'm like, worst case scenario is you stay the same. Right. So either way, you're either going to, to dream and you're going to imagine and you're going to go there or you're not. And you're just going to be the same no matter what. And we do this as a form of protection. But what happens is we end up limiting ourselves of what we're capable of. Like we end up limiting ourselves and giving ourselves this feeling. And then in the back of our mind, we're always like, oh, like, what if, what if? Like, and hearing that whisper, like I heard, 
five years ago with like, this isn't it. There's something more like, and, and that voice will never go away unless you start to answer it, unless you start to have this conversation with it. And I kind of like to use that voice as like the beginning of a relationship with your future self. So use your imagination, (coughs) excuse me, and push back any limitations, like any limitation that comes up, it's up to you to do a little pushback on it. As you are building this relationship with your future self, a couple other questions you can ask yourself is how have I changed, right? What have I learned? Who are the people in my life? Who did I, who are, aren't, who's no longer in your life? Um, how do I think about myself in the world? What's my daily routine like? And then the most important question that I think it's like, what is my contribution? And what is the value that I've been providing to the world? And this contribution, this value doesn't have to do with your self-worth because your self-worth is hundred percent whole. It's inherent in your being, but our contribution is us sharing our gifts, sharing our strengths to make the world, to make our community, to make the people we interact with a better place. So your future self, just by sitting down and doing this practice is someone that you are going to learn from. So you can become them. And then you kind of have this little like edge because anytime you're feeling lost, stuck, confused, she's going to tell you what's up. She is the light. She's the guide. She is the whisper. She's the one that tells you to listen to the podcast episode or buy that book or go to the event. The thing that like changes everything for you. She knows what's up. Trust her. She's amazing. She is incredible. She is all knowing. Now to, to do this, the more time you spend with her, the more intentional your life is going to become. And the more intentional your life becomes, the more goodness you are going to put into the world. So one of the exercises that I do with my clients is have them write a letter from their future self, just doing exactly what I did downloading all of this stuff. This is what you've learned. This is what you're up to. This is what you are doing. These are the people you're around. These are the stages you're on, like whatever it is that you want for your future, write a letter from your future self. We have Benjamin greeting whoever's at the door. Anyway, this is one of my favorite exercises to do with my clients because they're always mind blown about the amazing wisdom that their future self has. And then when they read this letter and they realize that their life is one step closer to this vision, it's kind of this like mind blowing feeling of like, oh my gosh, like this is actually happening. And I am in control of making this happen. Now, if you feel blocked here and you might, I'm not saying that this might flow easily for you. I definitely, I've been blocked here before. And so have my clients, then something you can do before you write a letter from your future self is write a letter to your past self and forgive her for whatever she needs to be forgiven for. Let it go. Let it go. If it's heavy, if it's blocking you, if it's stopping you from moving forward, put it down. And the best way to do this is by writing a letter to your past self. So if you start writing the future self letter and you're having a hard time, pause that exercise and write in your journal to your past self. I'm telling you, you will be amazed at 
the clarity, the um, ease that comes from forgiving, surrendering, and letting go of anything that happened in your past. Okay. So this is your mission. If you choose to accept, start to build that relationship with your future self, grab your journal, answer these questions, and you will be amazed at the intentional life you are living. Okay. Now, this is definitely a practice. This isn't something that you do just once and you're like, okay, I have a relationship with my future self. It's a choice that you make every single day. And my clients hear me say this all the time, but it's the facts. The most important relationship is the one that you have with yourself and especially your future self. So it's within your control to treat her with the utmost respect, right? If you can treat her with respect by how you take care of your mind, how you take care of your body, you getting enough rest, you taking care of the relationships, you putting boundaries up, all the things that you're doing today are setting yourself up for your future. It's like, you're just depositing just a little, just a little bit at a time, right? It's just a tiny little deposit. And over time, that deposit that grows and it grows and it grows and it grows and it grows. And then there might be some compound interest by making these little deposits for your future self. And then ultimately you are set up in the future and you'll stop and you'll be like, thank you past self for doing this. Okay. So I want to offer you to start building that relationship. Okay. Make your future self a priority by showing up for her, embodying her in the here and the now. Okay. You are going to take such good care of this person. And as you take care of her, the choices that you make, the decisions that you make are going to bless her in ways that you could not imagine in the future. I'm telling you, if you do this, the decisions that you make, the choices that you make, the things that you let go of is going to blow your mind. Okay. Yes. This requires some delayed gratification for your present self. This might mean you have to deprive, deprive your present self of some things that you might enjoy that might take you away from creating the future that you want, but just know that the deposits that you put today are just going to set you up so big in the future. And when your vision for your future is bigger than anything that you could experience in the, in the, the present moment, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. So continue to show up for her, knowing that some days are going to be better than others. That's why having self-love and compassion and understanding for the days that you do not embody your future self, the days that you don't listen to her and knowing that Every, every single moment is a new chance to recommit to her. Every single moment is a chance to start over. So if you fall out of alignment with your future self, which let me tell you, it's going to happen, have a plan in place, have a thought in place that helps you get back in alignment with your future self so that you can live a beautiful, intentional life and create an amazing future. All right, my friend, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for being here. If you are local and you're in Phoenix, I want to invite you to join me for a vision 
and sound healing workshop this Saturday at 10 AM. I'm hosting it in my backyard. This is an annual event that I do each year. We get a little bit better. And this year we're bringing in the sound bowls, which is going to be so magical. We have a couple spots left. If you have a hard time meeting your future self, this is the perfect event for you to join us. If you are not local, all good. I have a future self visualization that I think will help you start to realize the power of connecting with your future self. So if you are not local and you want a future self visualization, there is a link in the show notes that you can download after you listen to this episode. So you can start connecting and building that relationship with her. All right, my friend, thank you so much for your time. Remember to love yourself own your happiness and let your light shine because you are so worthy of it. Until next time.